Hey, this is Phil Yanov with the Tech After Five podcast. And let me tell you, we are fresh off of Gadget Fest. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about Gadget Fest, but one of the things we're really talking about is like the new features of Zoom and how this. Uh, I know we've already done a thing about Zooming better. Now, we're going to talk about new features that just released this week on uh, Zoom that you can use to make any n- more. Uh, any more net, any networking event work better, so like especially like a Tech After Five event. So uh, to do all of this, I uh, brought my uh, good friend uh, Scott Pfeiffer, who's here with me. He's I don't know if he's to the left of me, the right of me, but he's here on the screen with me. Hey, brother. Hey, man. How are you doing? I am awesome. I want to say I felt pretty good. Um, you know, again, we're going to talk to folks about features they can use for uh, when they get to events. But one of the things we want to tell them to do right away is go update your Zoom clients on whatever device you're using right now, right? Yeah, there's a lot of updating to be done. There's some really cool new features and Gadget Fest was a smashing success, uh, partly due to those features. You did some really cool stuff. Yeah, thank you for that. I mean, you know, I'm I'm always worried. I mean, Gadget Fest itself always kind of worries me because, you know, I've got like, I usually have two or three tent poles planned in this event. You know, these are things that we know people are going to do. And then there's a, whatever the audience brings with them and then, then whatever I toss in that I'm messing around with as well. Um, but, you know, we had, uh, of course, Joey Loman talked about Synergy Mill. That's a, a great place for people to go and play. Um, we had Dave Schlitter come in and talk to us about uh, the Maker Pipe tool, which is just, it's fun because it's both a local, or when I say local, South Carolina success story, right? Where Mm -hmm. he uh, did a thing, ran a Kickstarter, got very successful with that. And uh, now people are out making stuff all over the world with the tools that, uh, with the the gadgets that he makes, this connector, right? It's like, uh, it's uh, uh, what did he, it's like Legos for adults, really, but it's not Legos. It's more like, a, um, what's the Tinker Toys? That was what someone said. It was like Tinker Toy kind of stuff. So right. super neat. And then, of course, uh, Joe Rasm, who would talk to us about a thing they invented to kind of make softballs more uh, clean. Hey. And in this case, they're cleaning softballs so that you can do this, you know, in a COVID environment, so people aren't passing germs back and forth. They can sanitize the stuff. So we had those as the tent poles and then all kinds of neat little stuff. And uh, by the way, some of those things, I, I haven't gone back and looked over the video yet. And because someone might be saying, why should I care? Um, but if I get good video out of that, we're going to release those clips for people to kind of go back and watch as well, if I think that turned out okay. But we did record the parts of that Zoom call. So hopefully some of that people could get um, so anyway, that was all fun. The audience stuff was kind of fun. People bring in their cool little gadgets. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank, with the uh, software-defined radio. That you was know, neat. It's a th- yeah, I've read all about this, but I had never seen one in somebody's hand and them talk about it. But this whole idea of, you know, I can grab a radio and I can like program the radio for the bands I want it to be on and all that and do, in this case, amateur radio, ham radio, um, mm-hmm. be able to actually go out and get stuff and talk to people local and all over the world. Very cool. Yeah. I still had the idea in my head of a ham radio, like taking up your whole basement and being this big old thing and had a huge antenna on top of your house and all that. And boy, it's, you know, like everything else, technology has, uh, has taken that space over and miniaturized it and made it cool. 
Yeah, it that was super cool. Beautiful display on it, all the neat stuff that it would do. But wow. and I'm going to say Frank probably still does have a giant antenna on top of his house because that's what ham radio guys do. I mean, the bigger the antenna, the better. <laughs> uh, but uh, the whole thing of being able to like program that to do all kinds of stuff, uh, yeah. I thought that was just an awesome thing. Anyway, those were all kind of the neat features and things that we saw. Um, but really, one of the highlights of the call was the fact that, you know, I had told everybody we were going to try to do something new on Zoom, and we did. So we actually used the tool that, and just quick a, a, a recap, right? So we made the decision back in March to kind of go and say, you can't do Tech After Five Live. We don't think that thing's a safe thing for us to do. So we're going to do these on Zoom, and we weren't sure we were going to be good at it, but I've done a bunch of them, and I kind of practice at it. So now I, I think that number is I've done 125 Zoom events since March with audiences of between a dozen and 1,900 people on the call. Right. So we got good at it. But the neat thing is the tool has moved along with us as well. And it's just added features along the way. And um, we got to play with some of them last night. So let's talk about the silly ones first. And we're going to leave the big one here for a little bit later. But, um, you know, one of the fun things, of course, was the whole thing that you can do now with filters. Right. Yeah, we played with that uh, a lot. I think it was Lisa Richards that popped it up first, but, uh, yeah, there's a new, it's almost like a Snapchat filter kind of thing, but there are down there where you, uh, would go to adjust your video to say, do a virtual background. Now there's just a new line that says add filter. And there's all kinds of fun little filters you can do, you know, and it makes things appear like a, I was doing a shark mouth and Lisa was doing uh, reindeer antlers and a reindeer nose, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So this is an addition. The, the feature that we'd seen before was called is virtual background. And that's a thing that you can use to kind of clean up your background. Works better if you've got a green screen, et cetera. Um, but that was the virtual background. The new one is called video filter. And if, even if you pull up just this default, right? I mean, because there's a studio thing where you can go play with other stuff, right? But you can uh, just pull up the video filter component. And then you can put glasses or headlines or, to, uh, you know, put a little stuff on the screen with you. I don't know. Does that work yeah. right there? I think I've got, yeah. I can see it. Yeah. So I've got a little award. I just won first place. I don't know what that means, but I just won first place. <laughs> so uh, right there, or I can actually make it look like I am uh, inside a camera. I think, well, yeah, there we go. So it's kind of funny, right? I I go to great pains to turn all of that stuff off, and now I can go turn it back on. Um, but or I can go, you know, more like this. I've got a little thing up here. Again, I apologize for those of you who listen on audio. Here it is, and if you're watching us on video, um, you can see. Hey, it's Phil. He's on the stage. So, um, uh, lots of neat little filters in there to play with. There, Scott's got his uh, shades on. If you happen to be watching that, by the way, uh, I'm back to real Phil. So I just want to apologize for you. That's Phil Santa hat, uh, blue glasses. It's me. It's the real me. Um, this is just yeah. the way I look. But we, I thought the video filter thing was just kind of a fun little thing. I mean, here's the deal, right? We're we're mostly using, I mean, a lot of us using Zoom for work-related stuff, but we can add a little levity to this where this makes sense. Sure. Especially if you're doing a work Zoom happy hour and, uh, you know, whip out the filters on them. They don't even know about them yet. That'd be uh, a lot of fun. And like you said, Mark was, Mark had an actual um, software, something that he had downloaded where he could make his own. He had some pretty cool filters that he had done 
uh, himself on, I can't remember the name of the product he was using, but. Yeah. Mark Crawl, our friend out of Mark Charlotte. Um, it, he, uh, he had one, he was using an, an external tool to do it, which right. basically treated like webcam. So that's really like, if you're full on nerd, there are tools out there like that. And I think that one's, that one is the, uh, oh my gosh, that's the snap camera filter snap set, camera. I think is yeah. what he's using. So I think that's if, right. But you know, when Lisa started doing that and we started talking about it, um, people started doing it. I, I went down, you just go down to where your little video camera thing is and, and click the carrot and it brings up your little select a camera and choose virtual background. And now it says choose video filter. I clicked that choose video filter and it said, you have to download the package. I was like, oh man, but I went ahead and clicked okay. And it downloaded that package in about a second while we were on the Zoom call and enabled it, and I was able to use it. I didn't even have to log off and log back on. It just bah, did it. So that was really cool. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. So that, that's good because in my case, it just, for whatever reason, it seemed to have downloaded it already or I didn't seem to have any delay in it at all. But yes, yeah, so you could do it even while you're hot on a call. So if you want to be uh, cooler than some of your friends who haven't gone around and read all the stuff, just make sure that you've got the latest update. And by the way, uh, there was an update two weeks ago. There was an update last week and it turns out there's an update, I think today again. So, um, you know, get the latest and uh, apply that patch and then you can go in and do the filters bit if uh, as long as your admin hasn't been uh, Scrooge and turned all that stuff off right for you <laughs> inside your account. I think that's possible. I know I can do it with backgrounds and whatnot, but it'd be kind of fun. So I thought the filter bit was really cool. Yeah. Well. Um, the uh, other thing that we did, which was, I, uh, I think, really, well, first off, they've moved some buttons and things around. I think that's just, you're going to have to come in and play with that. Uh, you know, the the buttons under, um, like the, the tools that are available to you as the person running the call, you know, you can uh, turn on and off the ability for people to start their video on the call pretty easily, but it's now under the new more button on the right. Um, but the thing that we did that was big, I thought, was we um, we did like and we've been doing, we did like we've done all the other tech after five. We set up a regular we did little regular breakout rooms, but at the end of the event, I kind of set up something new, and it used all the new features. And by the way, to use this feature, you had to have I the guy running the call had to have the new client, and you the user the other the people on the other end of the call you had to have the new client on for this to work well as as well. And it is the new breakout room feature. And in the new breakout room feature, I now have the option to allow you as the user to choose a room. So I can toss you into a room automatically. I could always set up manual like I did before. We rarely do that. There's too many people on the call to run them manually. But I could set up calls or I could set up breakout rooms, give them names, and then let people choose uh, the room they wanted in. And not only could they choose the room they wanted to go into, but they could jump from room to room. So what I did was I expanded the amount of time that we put them in the call, and then they jumped around from room to room. Yeah, this was really, really cool. And um, you know, like you said earlier in the show, we had some, uh, you called them tent pole present presenters, but we had Joey Lohman from Synergy Mills. We had the, the, um, the guy with the connector Dave tool. Yep. Dave Schlitter from the, Nickel yeah, Pipe. Dave Schlitter. Yeah. We had the softball. So you had different guys. And so what Phil did was he created a different room for each of those tentpole presenters. And then 
there's a new button. Once he hits it, there's a new button that appears at the bottom of your screen that says breakout rooms. And you click that button and it brought up the four breakout rooms. And if you clicked the little carrot next to the breakout room, you could see who went into that room. So not only could you decide, hey, I want to go listen to what Joey Loman has to say, or I have a couple of questions for Joey Loman. You could also say, well, I saw, um, you know, so-and-so uh, here at the, uh, at the event, and I'd like to, you know, chat with them or hear what they have to say so I could figure out which room they went into and go into that room. Um, and then I could listen for a while. You know, I jumped into Joey's room first. Joey recognized me. He asked me, you know, what, you know, asked me what I had going on. We, we swapped a little bit of conversation and then um, he moved on to the next person and I bopped out and looked at the rooms and saw that uh, a friend had gone into another room. So I jumped into that room. So it was really very useful. It worked really well and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just for anyone who, if you're on the watching side of this thing, I'm just kind of showing the display like we did last night. So I enhanced this a little bit because I wasn't sure if you didn't have the new client, I could create four rooms, but you couldn't see the names of the four rooms. Only if you had the latest version of client, could you see the names of the rooms? And like Scott pointed out, not only the name of the room, but you could see who was in it. But what I could do was I displayed up on my screen the rooms. So for those who didn't have the latest client, they could actually see oh, one number one was Synergy Mill. Number two was Maker Pipe. Number three was Lucky Duck. And then I created a general room, which was kind of, this is the other room, right? And the idea of that was that you could go and figure that and just talk to people, right? And it was really kind of fun. I mean, I didn't know what people were going to do. And they kind of evenly went into the four rooms and then they just jumped around just like you did. Yeah. And it, it really sort of recreated the best I've seen yet, the atmosphere of being at a live event and being able to sort of wander from little discussion pod to discussion pod. It was like Joey and a crowd of people were over there and, you know, the other guys were over there and there was a group of people over here and there was a gaggle of people over there. And I was just able to kind of bop between groups, jump in, yeah. be a part of the conversation move along to the next group. It was, uh, it was super fun. It was less awkward to leave a group than it is to leave a, a human pod of conversation. So that was fun. Uh, the only yeah, downside is there wasn't a room where I could go get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could always go get a beer in any of the rooms, but it was in your <laughs> fridge, not my fridge. Um, <laughs> hey, so talk to me about that. Cause you know, this is a thing I didn't get to experience, right? So I was the guy kind of laying at the top and I, and by the way, we really had five rooms, didn't we? It's because we had the four rooms and then I left, the, of course it can't close the main room. And my, I was there just to kind of be traffic cop, but it yeah. turned out that people wandered around from room to room and some people wanted to come talk to Phil. So then poof, we, they jumped back out and we, yeah. we gave enough time. So we, I set it up as a 20 minute breakout room session, right? A 20 minute networking session. Yeah. And so in that 20 minutes, people walked around and they went and did what they wanted to do. And then some of them came and hung out with me. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, cause you were there as a person attending the event, as opposed to me sitting on the top yeah. of it. Um, so what was that like? I mean, what did the protocol look like for say, like, did you just go, Hey guys, thanks for the conversation. I'm going to go talk to blank or so-and-so, or was it a quiet thing? Did you mention you were leaving? What, what did you feel like the protocol? What protocol emerged, if any? No, man, it was totally Irish exit. <laughs> <laughs> I ghosted them. I'd go in. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, um, I didn't get to all three rooms, but 
you know, in Joey's room, he was more running that room and he was saying, Hey, Scott, I see you're here. Tell me about this, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And then he would move to the next person. And people were pretty much muting while he talked to one person and then he'd move to the next. He, he did a great job of kind of keeping that room going. I did my piece. I listened to a couple of people. Then I wanted to go check out some of the other rooms. So I just left. Um, another room I went into was smaller and sort of everybody was unmuted, just kind of having a discussion like you would have maybe a Zoom happy hour kind of thing. And that one, uh, I think I did just kind of wave by or something, but I it's pretty easy to leave. And you could just click on, you know, go. There was a, a list of rooms and underneath the list of rooms under each room was who was in it. And then next to the room name, if you, if you moused out to the end, there was a join button. So all you had to do to switch rooms was go to a different room and click join. And it just seamlessly popped you over. And then there was a leave button as well. Like there is uh, normally, if you clicked leave room, you out to the main room. Ah, so, you know, the reason I bring that, the reason I'm doing the aha moment is that some people didn't find, you know, they didn't find those buttons. I want you to talk about that again for a minute. They didn't find those buttons. They found the button down in the corner that said leave. And that wasn't leave the room. That was leave the call. And oh. uh, yeah, so um, one of the guys <laughs> on the call. I think, I think it might have, I think when you clicked leave, it gave you two options and one was leave the room and one was leave the call. I might not have that exactly right, but that's how I think. I think I remember seeing when I went to click, it was either that or they were in two different places. I remember when I went to click leave, one said, leave the call. And I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, so I didn't see that. So you saw that he didn't right? Cause he's yeah. like, no, poof. And I was, he said, I was completely gone. Cause he, he rang back into the call. And of course you come back into the call in the main room and okay. he's like, oh, I don't know. I pressed the leave button and now here I am talking to yeah. you, there was um, which then leave the call button. <laughs> yeah. So, but the thing was what you were pointing out, and I think it's important for folks who want to play with is that button, uh, the button to jump from room to room appears to be modal. That is, it didn't, you had to really go hunting for it to find it yeah on my screen so it was like a pop-up window that came up and it had the names of the rooms of the breakout room. when i clicked the breakout room button at the bottom of the screen it brought a pop-up window that had the names of the rooms and each one had a carrot beside it to the left i think and if you clicked the carrot it would do a sub pop out underneath the room name that showed you who was in the room with their pictures and their names and everything it was great but at first, I couldn't figure out how you joined a room. Um, and at least on my computer, and I'm using a Mac, um, I had to mouse to the bar that had the room name, and you had to mouse all the way over to the right of that bar, and a join button just popped up out of nowhere. And uh, once I found that, it was really easy because I knew where it was. But um, I don't remember there being any indication that there was anything there until I moused over it and it popped up. Right. Uh, maybe they'll fix that in a new update. Maybe they fixed that in the update that just came out this morning. But, um, but that did, it did take me a minute. And I think, you know, one of the things that was cool was if maybe you didn't have the latest client uh, or whatever, you were able to put that graphic up that you showed where you had the room numbers and people could just tell you what room they wanted and you put them in the room. And I have a feeling some of the people that asked you to put them in the room were people who just never saw that join button and couldn't figure it out. Right. It took me a minute to figure it out. 
Yeah, I, I think that's probably exactly it. Um, that was, by the way, a little bit funny on my side because um, I thought, oh, you know, here I am. I'm just trying to be helpful. So I told everybody the room names or room numbers, right? So just tell me room one, two, three, or four. And I'd put people in the rooms. The issue was... I went, I had created the rooms. I put names on them so that people could see them and they would have a piece of text to them. And the moment I hit save on that, it no longer showed me the room numbers. <laughs> so I actually had to go back and look at my own legend that I had created to remember which number was which because they were now in names, they weren't numbers. So when I was moving people around and when you'd go to move somebody to another room, it only showed you the names of the rooms they were not in. Oh. <laughs> it did It did not show you numbers or anything like that. And I was like, okay, dudes, I don't think anybody thought this UX completely through. Um, <laughs> it was a little bit tough on the guy running the call. Well, and, nobody uh, saw you sweat, Phil. Yeah, I know. But it's like, there's no co-host on this thing. So I didn't like have, I mean, I, and that call was just about big enough. I probably had, should have had a second person helping me with that bit, but it was, but it worked out. I thought really well, um, you know, we've already, you know, I sent out a feedback form for the event last night and, uh, People just loved that call. I mean, there were, you know, again, when I say I love the call. So everyone wrote back and said, yes, I would recommend this to my friends or I would extremely recommend this to my friends. You know, I mean, that was all we good. I mean, I had somebody say, you know, I really like Gadget Fest when we're in person a little better, but this was good. And that's exactly what they said. And I, I get that, right? Cause I would like to have that stuff in my hands. I'd like to, you know, let Frank, let me play with that radio for a little bit. I didn't, when, of course we didn't get to do that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but I thought it worked remarkably well. I, I was uh, interested to see how it would go. I thought it was great. I mean, even in the in-person gadget fest, you're in the past, you've usually been sitting at your table while people are up there demoing it. It's not, that much different, really. I guess after the event, you can wander around and see it. We missed that little part, but it was super fun. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I hope uh, maybe we'll work in not an entire gadget event, but maybe a, uh, a show a gadget feature here and there into our normal uh, rotation of stuff. Cause it's, it's a, the part that I think we could do, you know, the, the parts where you're like, does anybody have a gadget they want to show? And we got a couple of people who are like, yeah, check out this cool, uh, carbon dioxide meter for rooms and you oh, know, yeah, yeah that was cool just, john blackburn just, yeah, john yeah, blackburn yeah you know so i think that was kind of a neat thing it didn't take very long but it would be kind of cool if uh maybe you know at every event or or some events uh just some you know people could sign up and say yeah hey at the next event i want to show this little cool gadget and they get three minutes to show their gadgets that was neat that was neat you know yeah. So I think that was a, that was a thing we certainly learned from last night. So I could see the thing is, you know, what I would do probably in a regular in our when I say regular tech after five, you know, January. I mean, things are going to be different next year. We're going to do some new things and do some different things. But a thing that I see happening there is that we take this and we focus and I would probably just focus it a little bit, except when we do the December one. But a, during the regular event, there would be a little bit of focus and it would be, well, what's a tool that helps you be a better networker or, you know, whether that's a gadget or a little piece yeah. of software, you know, because I certainly now, because I've, with the, I've got my tool set up, I can do this without doing the crummy screen sharing things and all of that that kind of make sure. people not able to find their windows and all that kind of stuff. Sure. You know, we could show some apps off. We could show some tools that people were using that I think would be kind of fun. So some of, there could be yeah. something for fun, but there could be something that actually helped you be a better networker. Well, I love that because, you know, I know that in that room, uh, whichever tech after five room it is, there are people out there that are using cool gadgets and cool software uh, in their business, in their tech to, to do whatever. 
that I've never heard of. Right. And so having that sort of a, a stream of that kind of information coming in, you know, some of it will be stuff I can't use, but it'll be cool. And uh, I would expect that over the course of the year, there's going to be a couple of things that I'm like, oh my gosh, I need that right now. Right. Yeah. I think it's a very cool thing. So we're going to use uh, two things. We want you, the, the our dear listener, right? You're going to walk away with some things first. There are new features you should apply and use right away. And so that means that if you download all of this, you can play with the fun filters. That's really cool. And that's kind of a cool toy and show that off. But, you know, you can be encouraging. Of course, you can come to our events and we're going to use all that to full both benefit for us, for you, right? We want you to be able to connect better. But if you're working around in other events, you're talking to people, you can be, you know, if you're going to run an event, you can start using these new breakout room features and actually let your people network better. And if you're just in somebody else's event, you can start suggesting it to them. Say, hey, look, I've seen some people do this. I think, you know, you might want to give it a try, see how that works. I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I can't wait to see how you're going to use the new uh, breakout feature with people able to join different rooms in a normal tech after five. I think that's going to be very cool. And like I said, it yeah. really, really recreates the flavor of a tech after five very well. Yeah, so I think we're, what we will end up, I think the flavor we end up with is that we will do both, right? So we're going to have a couple of random things at the front. I really like our trialog. That's my favorite thing that we do where I take people, put them three at a time in a room, it, three people in a room and let them kind of mix it up in a, on a short duration thing. That's kind of the meet new people thing. But yeah. then we can create a space where it's easier for you to kind of reinforce some of the relationships that you've had, some of your existing relationships by saying, and guess what, we're going to create five rooms and I don't know, column colors or something like that, as well as maybe set up a space where, you know, a sponsor, for example, could come in and say, hey, you know what, um, ICAP is our sponsor here tonight or Columbia Tech After Five. And some of you guys might have questions for them. Why don't you make sure during the big loose networking section of this, you go yeah. over and chat with them. You could have rooms based on the, um, the badge uh, definitions, right? Have a seeking employment or seeking to hire room, have a looking for collaborators room, have it, you know, whatever, right? There's lots right. of ways you can do it. And I'm looking forward to experimenting with that next year because I think it's going to be very cool. Yeah, I think we have a bunch of neat new stuff that we can do with it. But you, as someone who's listening to us, you can go use this right away when you go to an event. And uh, and of course, when you come hang out with us, you'll get to see some brand new stuff with us as well. Anyway, I know this is a shorter than normal podcast, but we want you to go download the update right away and use this. I mean, you could even use it in your family, right? I mean, just go create, you know, for your happy hour, for your extended family, just create rooms. There's one called the kitchen, one called the, the dining room, you know, and you've got one that's at the bar and uh, let people kind of wander around and talk to each other. So you don't have one group of 20 people in the call. I love that. Yeah. I think it'd be great fun. All right. Thank you, Scott. Uh, hey, this uh, Scott Pfeiffer. Uh, I know I get you at strategy business consulting. How else can people find Scott Pfeiffer? You can find me on LinkedIn uh, where I'm Scott Pfeiffer. I have a website actually that's fscottp.com. And you can always email me at strategy business consulting at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, Scott and I've got a bunch of new stuff or some big new thing we're coming. We've talked a little bit about it. We're going to talk more about it. But, it, you know, the beginning of the year, there's more opportunities for you to engage with us and doing some cool stuff. So uh, be sure to hang out with us. And of course, I'm Phil Yanov. I run Tech After Five. And uh, 
you know, after you've gone and downloaded and done all the new Zoom stuff and stuff like that, then you should, uh, you know, we're going to be releasing. So just kind of tell you about the podcast, right? So I've got some stuff that we've been sitting in the in our cattle or sitting not published yet that I want to put out for you here. So we're going to put some holiday things we're going to spit out for you. When I say holiday, just a little bonus material for you, but you can always go out into our back catalog and listen to some of those favorite episodes, like, you know, how to raise a million bucks, bucks, how to, um, uh, how to uh, fix up your LinkedIn profile. Our stuff with Richard Bliss is just awesome. Our Nick Shelton, talking about introverts, you got to go into that back catalog and listen to that. And of course, the Kenneth Catalver episode on career rehab. Those are all gems. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in a bunch of gold, those are gems, right? So you want to make sure you go and hang, grab all of those. But we will have a whole slate of new events in 2021. And you can find all of those at techafter5.com. So go there, find me, Phil Yanov, and I will see you at an event. Thank you. Thank you.